Blog Talk Radio. Here comes Inspirational Gold with Carol Gold. Truth, empowerment, and inspiration. We're tired and done with news that has an agenda, politicians that seek only re-election, and a culture run amok. Carol Gold awakens you to what is and what's possible. And now, supporting you on the journey, honoring you in your choices, empowering you to be your highest self, and always lighting and leading the way, here is Carol Gold. Hi, everyone, and welcome to uh, Truth Be Told. I cannot promise the sound on this show. I can't get in through the uh, Internet. I'm on my phone. I hope you can all hear me. This is a special edition of Ascension Soul Wisdom. My good friend, uh, Jay, the Reverend James Ellis, as you know him, um, who does Ascension Soul Wisdom, is a dear, dear friend, a wonderful human being whose heart is filled with love, which is why he's able to help so many. And Jay has graciously invited me to host this special edition of Ascension Soul Wisdom, which is really a preview to my uh, upcoming show on Blog Talk called Truth Be Told. And I've decided to come back onto uh, podcasting, having been away from it for a while. And I wanted to tell you why. I am happy to see the queue is lined up and I've got plenty of callers today, which is very exciting, and I will get to all of you. But at the moment, I want to share why I decided to come back on to podcasting. You know, all of us know that we are living almost in two simultaneous realities. So what are they? The first one is the very physical 3D world. And that's the world in which we interact every day, the physical world. The things that we have to do to exist in the physical world are relationships, our jobs, our families, all of that, all of the everyday um, physical world reality. It's still here. It hasn't gone away, not completely. I'm not saying it'll never go away, but it hasn't gone away completely. And so where does that leave us, given that many of us have begun to experience an alternate reality? For each of us, that is somewhat different. It's not the same for everyone because the extent to which your consciousness is open to other frequencies, and of course, everything is energy, right? Everything is energy. Even in the 3D world, it's just that that energy is more dense than energy in the non-physical, non-3D world. Some of us talk about 4D. Some of us talk even about 5D. These are other frequencies on which information travels, on which reality exists. And many of us have opened up to those higher frequency realities. And so, in a way, we feel caught, right? We feel caught between worlds, caught between realities, because sometimes we're very burdened and weighted down by the demands and the requirements of physical 3D reality. At other times, we feel ourselves almost soaring, right, almost in flight. We feel ourselves so light and so able to see beyond the physical that it's like its own high. It it probably beats any drug or alcohol or, or supplement that could get you there when you get there naturally. And we all have had glimpses, some of us longer than others. Lately, meaning in the last, I would say, five years, those glimpses have become more and more of um, significant periods of time when not only are we in that other reality or one of those other realities, but we're actually creating in those other realities. And those are the things that we see that happen when we keep our mind on something and we allow the universe to bring us the blessings, to bring us the gifts, to bring us the things that travel on that other frequency in which we've interacted or in to which we've opened. Okay. 
So again, why did I come back? Why am I back on podcasting? Well, I've been traversing those realities almost all of my life, meaning I've, since the age eight, I've been able to access that, for me, what is an alternate frequency, an alternate reality that has allowed me to know and see and hear things that are not necessarily available in the physical world. At the same time, I'm very much a left-brain, logical, rational person. So that part of me became a lawyer. I grew up, I went to law school, I became an attorney. But I had to learn that the two sides of me, two sides could not exist exclusive of one another. I had to figure out a way to make those two realities into a single unit to the extent that I could function in the 3D world without losing the benefit of the vision. In my case, it's hearing. It isn't actually seeing. I hear the vision or the hearing of the benefits that come from that higher frequency. So as an example, a few years ago, I created a business called the And what that is, is I help attorneys select juries. Now, there are technical ways to do that, right? There are jury questionnaires. There are uh, facial expressions. Really by intuition. So the lawyer in me gets to use the intuitive in me in a partnership that allows me to earn an income. That's what I want for all of you. What I want for all of you is to be able to navigate the challenges of 3D reality with the grace and ease of the benefits that come from higher frequency information. And each one of us has that ability, some more than others, admittedly, but that has to do with openness and willingness to trust the universe and allow it to bring to us that which is in our highest good. Where do we start? Well, the place I want to start is to, at first and foremost, caution you about 3D reality, particularly now as it's losing its grip on humanity and it's desperately trying to hold on the forces that operate at a 3D level, which is a lower frequency level than 4, 5, obviously, or any of the above, that density, that energy is desperately trying to hold on to the last vestiges of control that it had at a denser frequency. So what I'm cautioning you about are the methods that those who have been in charge in that 3D reality, who have been most empowered in that reality, the methods that they're using to try to keep you locked into that kind of a mindset and mostly to distract you from your higher self. So when you get caught up in the news, when you get caught, because look, I don't care whether you're a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Atheist, Socialist, I don't care who you are politically. It's all an illusion. And each one has their own agenda. And each one is trying to get you to buy into their agenda. And the more distracted, the more engaged you are in those agendas, the more unable you are to access and allow your higher frequency because the other takes up space, right? Einstein taught us no two things can occupy the same space at the same time. If you're filled with politics, you don't allow room for higher frequency, supportive, graceful um, information. I'm not saying you abdicate your citizenship. I'm not saying you don't have any opinions about political issues. I'm saying you get your guidance from within, not from without. And that if you are someone who believes in getting their information from outside of themselves, then you must cross all boundaries 
and look at information from all different angles. You cannot just read and research the perspective that you're inclined to believe or that you have come to rely upon because then you're truly not critical thinking. Then you're just being manipulated by a particular perspective or agenda. And so what this is really about, what my mission is really about, because I am not only a lawyer, I am a certified mediator, but what I like to say I mediate, and I'm a mediator in family law, that's where my certification, certification comes from. But what I like to say I mediate are realities, right? I mediate realities. And I want to help you learn how to mediate realities as well. And so when I take calls and when I do readings, because that is my right brain, creative, intuitive self in action, helping others access higher frequency information, when I do that, my focus is always on what is it that you need to hear? What is it that based upon where you are in your questioning, what is it that I can provide for you as a vehicle, as a channel? What can I bring you that will help you be stronger in accessing your own guidance and your own internal self and your own highest internal self? Because my goal is not followers. My goal is to create a whole bunch of other leaders. So having said that, let me at the moment take a call. I'm going to go to, I certainly hope this works, everybody. I'm on my phone, but I'm operating off of my laptop for um, the call-in center. So let me try to go to area code 630. Um, hi, 630, are you there? I am. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Who am I talking to and where are you calling from? My name is Dion, and I'm calling from Illinois. Hi, Dion. Welcome and blessings to you today. What can I do for you? Well, I had to call in your show because it says that you're, so you're an intuitive attorney, right? I am. Okay, so I was involved with um, a lawsuit that uh, involved, like, political corruption in Chicago. And it was an unbelievable amount of corruption that was involved in the case. So I just wanted to know how you see that working out. So, Dion, a couple of things. First of all, on a, on a 3D level, let me tell you that I have had such experiences with uh, corruption in politics in the city of Philadelphia when I lived there. Um, I understand what you've uh, encountered. I understand the depth of the problem, and I understand the challenge of what's been taken on here. Um, the first thing that I got intuitively, Diane, Dion, was that there is, a, there is one man in particular, and I'd like to clear up whether what I'm picking up is the one man who's the opposition or the one man who is... Um, supporting you in your uh, portion of the litigation. So this man is, um, I believe that he is um, African-American, and I, I think that he is um, often in a suit and may be balding or have a full round face. Is that a description of anyone? That's someone that I that I caught that was part of the fraud. That, okay, so that, fine. Uh, so is then part of the fraud. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he's on the other side. So I wanted to be. So then the first impression that I was getting was that that person is um, is your is a very is very instrumental in how this how this plays out. This person has um, specific information, and I actually feel this person may cut a deal. Is that possible? Um, no, because there is no deal. Like, everybody's going to come clean. I'm not, I'm not cutting any deals. Everybody who's involved is going to pay the piper for what they've done. No, no. What I mean is that person may have information 
of value to you that you're not even aware of the depth of his information. And that information may be valuable in the sense that he may be able to provide you something that gets you either bigger fish or a better resolution. And yes, he may lessen his own uh, culpability, but you may decide in the end that that's worth it. Um, if he was going to cut any deals, it would be with the feds, not with me. I don't, I'm not he saying probably would do that. Just... Yeah, he probably would do that because it's at the point where everybody's got to save themselves. But this is good information. Exactly. I'm liking what you're putting out. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, so what I'm telling you is be aware and be open Someone is going to turn evidence on, in this case. Someone is going to open up something that, that is deeper than you thought or wider than you thought. And be aware that that's on the horizon. It feels like uh, a rocky road, but it feels like a good outcome. Awesome. Okay. So um, blessings you. to you, Dion. Dion, Thank do you, you have a dog? Do you have a dog? I have two. Yeah. You have two. I'm carrying them okay. right now. <laughs> yeah. You're what? I'm carrying one. The other one's walking. Okay. So the one that you're carrying is the smaller one? No, they were the same. She's the Who's the younger one? one? Who's the younger They're one? They're twins. Who's I have a boy and a one, girl. You know? carried... No. Do you know who was born first? No. Okay. So is the health of both of them okay? One is skinny and the other one's fat. Yeah. So it might be the thin. I'm, not, I'm actually, because we can't identify youth and we can't identify age and who's smaller, one of them is having a health challenge. And so I don't know if it's the heavy one or the light one. But I want you to be aware that one of them is having a health challenge and it needs to be addressed and it is intestinal. That's got to be the boy then because he was like up the other night, all night, and I could just hear like his stomach gurgling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think he so swallowed like a rawhide. Can you, well, first of all, the rawhides are very bad for them. There is a new substitute for the rawhides. If you go to a better pet store, um, they have, I forget what they're made out of now, but the rawhides are very bad. Stop giving him the rawhides. Um, and, again, I would say if you can afford to check it out, check out his intestine. It, it, it's not processing something right, and it may, in fact, be the rawhides. So stop them and see how he's doing and see if the gurgling stops. And if not, get it checked out. Okay. Thank you. It's almost like an ulcer if a, if a dog can have such a thing. It's, a, it's an intestinal irritation and inflammation. Okay. He's not going to die. He's oh, just got a little belly problem, <laughs> but he's going to be okay. Yeah. I bought these organic chicken treats, and I, now I'm thinking, oh, my God, that was a mistake, because ever since then, it's like oh, his stomach just gurgles. It's like, oh, okay, so what you need there. to do, Dion, do what, you would do what a person would do. Start cutting out one thing at a time so that you know what it is. You can't stop everything. I mean, I would definitely stop the rawhide because we know for a fact they're bad. The most common allergy for, cat, for, for cats, not dogs, but I don't know about dogs, is chicken. So it's possible that it's the organic chicken treats. So you're just going to cut out one at a time. You, I'm hearing that you'll know within two weeks what it is. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Blessings, Dion. Appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Sure. Bye. Okay. So um, I'll get back to callers in a moment. Um, I want to get back to um, I want to get back to realities. I want to get back to navigating realities because it's probably the single most important thing 
that can happen at this time for you as an individual is to learn how to navigate your own. So we all look for others as guides, and there's nothing wrong with looking for a guide. Periodically, we all need one. We all need reaffirmation. We all need encouragement. We all need to remember that there's always hope. Um, we, there's nothing wrong with seeking that out periodically. However, all of us have the ability to do direct access. All of us have a direct connection to source. And it's a matter of strengthening that the same way when you go to the gym, you strengthen your muscle um, ability by exercising. And if you don't exercise your muscle, it's, it atrophies, right? And so in order to not atrophy, in order to not allow that connection to source, whether you believe it's God, whether you believe it's um, universal consciousness, whether you believe it's a giant computer in the sky, I, is your choice. But there is a source of all energy, which is a source of all knowing, which is a source of all loving, which is a source of all, which is the source of you and me and everything that is physical and non-physical alike. There is that direct access because we are all of that source. And so that original connection remains. However, if we don't utilize it, then it atrophies like a muscle and it gets harder and harder to access. Now, the beauty of it is, is that once you truly turn, you know, in religion, they talk about turning back to God. I call it tuning back, right? So as soon as you tune back in, you may have to spend a little time at the dial, right? Getting it, and I'm using obviously old technology, you, you have to spend a little time at the dial tuning in, but when you hit it, it's crystal clear, right? When you're at the right point of connection, the transmission is crystal clear. So step one is to get tuned in and crystal clear in your connection. And then step two is to own that, to allow that to come to you and own it as your divine right, as a child of creator, to receive that information. And step three is to then manifest that in the 3D reality that you're still in, in some way that makes you a messenger, that makes you a transmitter, that makes you a manifestation of that gift that you've received. So passing it on, paying it forward, being of service, those are all ways. The thing that a lot of people get hung up on is, you know, well, I don't do great acts of service or I'm not in a helping profession. You know, every day, Things are set in front of you that provide you with an opportunity to bring light into the world. It can be nothing more than a neighbor who needs a kind word. It can be nothing more than a friend who calls up with a problem and asking for your input or just asking you to listen. It can be nothing more than, you know, a wounded bird that's in front of your path. Do you walk past it or do you try to provide assistance? Whatever it is, every day, all of us are provided with ways. They're not all news-shattering ways. They're not all front-page ways. They won't all get us notoriety. But the notoriety that we don't get is 3D notoriety. Trust the universe that it needs you to handle everything that's put in front of you every day, however small it may seem to you. And some days when it appears that nothing is being put in front of you because somehow you're isolated in your own world or your own home or perhaps even your own depression or your own doubt being put in front of you is an opportunity to treat yourself with the dignity and the highest good that you deserve. So sometimes the universe is just getting us very focused on ourselves so that it understands and it can see that we understand that respect and honor for all living things begins with self, begins with self. Did you ever hear the expression, oh, she doesn't treat others any worse than she treats herself or he doesn't? That's true. It's true, right? To the extent that we can honor self is the extent that we can honor others. Why? Because there's only one of us. We're all connected. There's only one of us. 
go back far enough, there's one trunk and an infinite amount of branches. We all come from a single source. We're all connected on some energetic level. And so as I do to me, so I do to you and vice versa. So let me go to the uh, callers and let me go to, I think it's an internet caller. It looks like 1111. Hi, are you there? Hi, yes I am. Thank you. Your name and where are you calling from, please? Uh, I'm in New Mexico. My name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. What can spirit do for you? Well, um, I am thinking about doing a career change. I really don't know how to start this. Um, I do have um, some natural healing abilities. Yeah, the medical, I felt it. Okay. And I was just wondering, um, I I really don't know where to start. I would like to have this uh, ability assessed um, to find out where, what I need to do, how I need to get the training, you know, to get certain certifications and things like that but I was told that I have a natural ability and I um I just want to find out what uh, spirit has to tell me about that okay so first separate from what you've been told what is it that you know about your ability oh I know that um that I can heal because you've healed with what, your hands? Yes. Okay. And the certification or the training that you're looking for, let me ask you this. If you know that you can heal and if you've healed with your hands, what kind of training do you think you lack or certification do you think you lack that you need to get it? Well, in order to be, um, in order just to fine tune and to understand um, some of the some of the medical stuff that that's going on, and also so that if I practice, I have the proper certification if I so need that. Um, I don't feel I need it, but, you know, in order to be accepted and practice, you need some type of certification. Right. So that's what you think. That isn't necessarily so. What is true is that if you are a healer and if you, in fact, can heal and if your desire is to heal, there is really very little certification or authentication for energy workers, which is what you are. And while there are other energy workers out there whose courses you could take that would bring them money and allow you to walk away with some kind of certification that they have or that they are providing you, You can take courses in everything from shamanism to to, um, 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 EFT to, to, um, is it EFT? Um, I'm, I'm going blank for the moment. I'll think of what it is. There are, my point is this. You don't need anything other than belief in yourself and belief in the power that comes through you and a business card and a willingness to say what it is you do. Now, if you don't feel that you're ready, that's a different story. Not what you think others will look for from you. I started doing healings eight or nine years ago with absolutely no experience because I was guided to go help someone who was in the hospital. And something miraculous happened as a result of that guidance. And then I just kept doing what it was I was guided to do that day in the hospital for others. And so to this day I do healings. I have no training whatsoever. But people who I've done healings for have referred me to other people because they've had a positive experience. And so 
you can take courses. I think what you want to do first is try to get more in touch with exactly what it is you think you do, with the kind of work that you do and want to do. And then ask yourself if you really believe in what you're doing and why that certification, and I'm not even sure what that is in for you, would make a difference. It feels to me as if it's in your hands. And it feels to me as if it's also in your intention. And and it feels to me that you can generate business right where you live without any other kind of paperwork or certification if you are willing to put yourself out there calling yourself whatever kind of healer you're comfortable with or energy worker. Again, there's no legal criteria for doing that kind of work, nor is there any legal risk at doing that kind of work. So they're saying to me, you're very gifted and it's a matter of confidence. And they're saying that if you want to take a course, perhaps, perhaps, shamanism is something for you or perhaps it's more traditional than that I came through initially for me so I'm using that as an example but it feels to me quite honestly that you don't need anything other than the will and the determination to do it yeah that's what I feel too Um, do you see that um, right now I'm in the initial stages of asking um, my spirit guides and spirit and the angels to guide me to what to the first step because the only thing I do is heal myself. I've never really reached out to anybody else or to. Ask. So you're going to have to make it known. You're going to have to be comfortable saying I'm a healer and I do energy work, or I'm a healer and I do hands-on or whatever. And when you're, commit, when you're ready to make that commitment to verbalize and articulate and put out there and then allow someone to come to you, you will find that you will be given the opportunity to help someone else, and that will help you boost your confidence in that. So they're saying the next step is to own the gift and verbalize the gift and put some energy behind the gift by putting it out there beyond just healing yourself. Okay. Yeah, that's what I need There's to hear. A, is there a town square near you anywhere? A central, like a, a, a town square? A town square? Um, yeah. Is there a central place where there are um, small stores? Yeah, they're spread out. Artisans or whatever crafts, um, small, just small vendors. It feels like if you would put cards out, people would actually call you. Oh, okay. <laughs> think about right now, nine dollars and ninety. Think about nine dollars and ninety-nine cents on Vista Print. Make yourself some cards. Simple name, energy healing, and a phone number or an email, oh. and see what happens. I think you'll be shocked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Blessings to you. Take care. Blessings to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, we've got more callers in the queue, but I just want to go back to the show for a minute before I go back to my callers. Um, There's an example, you see, of Patricia has a gift. She knows she has a gift. She thinks she needs credentials. We live in a time when you're your own expert. We live in a time when the experts that you used to have to go to confuses everyone else. You see systems falling apart all around us. You see corruption coming to the forefront all around us. And the reason is, is that because the system has been in many ways an illusion and constructed to keep a very few in a position of power at the expense of the very many. And now we're living in a time and moving into a time of the individual, a time of individual actualization through direct connection to source. And this is a time when you can be whatever it is you believe you were born to be. This is a time of purpose and allowing Um, higher energy to flow through you and so it's an old paradigm look here's an example 
if you go to Google, I mean, that's not, uh, not my favorite example, but they don't interview anybody with a college degree. They just want to see proven talent. They're not interested in certifications. They're not interested in degrees. They're interested in performance. Well, when you have the gift of healing, all you have to do is go out and heal. And that is proof of your gift and proof of your performance. You don't need any special certifications to do God's work. I don't think Jesus or Gandhi or, any, or, or, or Mother Teresa had special certifications. Gandhi did as a lawyer, but that's not what he used. Like me, he used his heart and his spiritual guidance to manifest the truth of the injustice that he saw in the world, but not because he was acting as a lawyer, but because he was acting as a light worker. And that's the role that each of us is now being asked to play. So let me go back to um, the caller, the queue. Let me go back to area code 910. Hi, this is Carol. You're on the air. Who am I speaking with? Hi, Carol. This is John. Hi, John. Where are you calling from? North Carolina. Hi, John. How, John, did we speak on Jay's show the other day? I think so, yes. I think so, too. I recognize your voice. <laughs> How are you? Okay, thank you. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday, John. Blessings. This is a great day when the universe got to channel your light into the 3D reality so that you could help others along the way. What's going on? Uh, not much, actually. <laughs> I was calling. <laughs> Honestly, not much at all. Um, I was actually just calling for... A message from spirit. Ah, did I throw you when I asked you if I had talked to you the other day? Uh, no, actually, a text message came in at the same time, so that kind of threw me. Oh, okay. I felt that. I felt that in that instant. I felt you go away and 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 be like a little startled or a little taken aback. Um. The message for today for John, so give me a moment. You're the first person that's asked me for a generalized message, so let me see what that is. <clears throat> I'm trying very hard to release anything I might remember or know about you from the other day. <clears throat> the message for John <clears throat> from today. Well, this is very strange. I am sure this is not what you're looking for, but they're talking to me about food and diet um, do you have any idea what that's about? Not diet um, as a weight loss. Not diet as a no. weight loss. I think it's diet as in balance Eat content. Better. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's eat better? Yes. Okay, <laughs> well, that's their message for today. They very much want you to eat better and to, and the reason is, here's the reason they're saying, um, your work is very important. Not, I'm not even talking about the work you do every day. I'm talking about the work that you were born to do, the work that, the, the, the benefit that you can be to others um, when you are aligned with self. And so they're saying that um, the first place to begin, and I talked about this earlier in the show, is to begin with honoring self. And that's the first way we show the universe that we understand the importance of honoring the divinity of our individual containers that house the beauty of our soul. And so they're saying that you need to manifest that awareness by better honoring the container. That's it. There you go, John. Anything Thank you else? very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Blessings uh, to you. Okay. So we're, um, let me just disconnect this call. I'm having a little trouble. There we go with the switchboard. Um, so now let's, before I go back to the call, I think we've got a couple more there. Um, let's just 
go back to talking about the dignity of the individual and the, and where I started today, which is the distraction from that, the distraction from doing higher frequency work by getting overly sucked in and overly uh, invested. You know, I have a friend who is an amazing healer. She really is. But she's addicted to hating Donald Trump. It, uh, I hear some of you laughing and others applauding. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's obsessed with it. She's on with it all the time. She's either watching the news or she's railing to someone about how much she hates him. Well, the reality is, is that she has a business to get off the ground and she's using all of that energy and all of her gift of healing, which is remarkable, she's using it in a negative way by allowing herself to be distracted by what is fundamentally an illusion, and it's an illusion created for a purpose. And I'm not saying Donald Trump is creating it. I'm saying the entire reality functions off of manipulation, fear, and keeping others enslaved for the purpose of control. And so the reason it's very important to disengage from all of that and to focus on your gifts and that which you've been given in your life and to be grateful every day for those gifts and to, um, to use that energy to build upon and allow yourself to receive more of the energy that is being gifted to you is because unless you do that, unless you unplug from the drain, and it is a drain, of the 3D reality manipulations, you are distracted from your highest good. And quite honestly, that's where all of our, it, that's where, as I see it, our suffering comes in. Our suffering comes in when we forget about our highest selves and its connection to the universal good. And when we forget to be grateful for the smallest of things that are gifted us every day, we all have them. They're all different to a different degree, but all of us have something to be grateful for every day. You know, I watched the, an interview of a man who was born with no arms and uh, well, his, his, his hands come out of his shoulder. You may have seen him and he, and he has only a torso really. And He's one of the most respected speakers in the world. He has spoken in like 40 countries. He's spoken in front of the Pope. And he says he gets up every day and he is a traffic cop <laughs> directing people toward God and directing them away from negativity. Those are my words, not his. But the irony of someone with no arms and no legs, who's written endless books, who has spoken in front of some of the greatest leaders in the world, he has every reason in the world, as does a Stephen Hawking, to have um, been bitter or to have had nothing to be thankful for and everything to complain about. And instead, they access their highest selves, they're grateful every day, and they're doing the light worker's work. Each of us has the same charge in life. Each of us has the same opportunity in life. The question is, do we take it or do we not take it? Um, I have a few minutes left in the show. I'm going to, um, I think we got all the callers, but let me just check to be sure. Because as I told you, I had a little trouble with the dashboard today. And I'm doing the show from my phone. And I'm still trying to figure out on the dashboard who I've talked to and who I haven't. Let me see if I spoke to, um, I've got a bunch of callers here, but I don't know who I've spoken to, unfortunately. Let me see if I've spoken to 916. Is this John? Let me just check. John, is this you at 916? No, no, this is Nancy. Oh, hi, Nancy. Hi, great. Where are you calling hi, Carol. from? Oh, I'm from California. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, thank you for taking my call. But, Certainly. Um, what can I do for you, Nancy? Yeah. Like a previous caller that you had about uh, finding, you know, and healing, you know, what your niche is. Um, I'm a retired right. psychiatric. And I would like to continue, you know, in the healing field. 
maybe alternative healing, but mine's different. Mine isn't hands-on healing. Mine is more the psycho, um, mental, emotional healing that I'm attracted to. And I was just curious if you see me continuing. I've been taking a lot of courses, and I know what your idea of courses is, but it's, it's more to make me resonate with what I really want to do. So I please understand, I don't have uh, an aversion, or nor am I recommending that no one take courses. It happens that that caller, it's, I felt very strongly about that caller's ability to just get off the ground where she is right now, and I felt it more around her own insecurity um, and thinking she needed certification when, in fact, she doesn't. Uh, Nancy, I see you um, connected to a, um, a, 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 an existing um, practice, service, center, healing center. Um, there's a, I see you moving into an existing relationship. So I don't see you going out on your own initially. It mm-hmm. looks like you're going to align with some other practitioners. I'm not sure if any of them do the, the work that you do, but they are all in the healing arts in some way. And okay. um, it feels like, you know, it's funny. I, I'm getting that you do um, a lot of what I do, and that is that when people come to me for spiritual counseling, um, there is an element of psychological counseling that goes along with that. I am not, unlike you, trained psychiatric anything, um, but I have a natural gift for being able to tap into where people are stuck within themselves or where the blockages are. It feels right. like you have that same ability, Nancy. Am I right? Yes, I, I, I believe so. Yeah, and so... Um, the courses are fine. Um, again, I feel that you should begin to reach out, look in your area for either healing centers or healing practices. It might even be a place that does massage and shiatsu and, and some other modalities that would be open to you doing uh, spiritual counseling. That's who you are. You're a spiritual counselor. Um, and the call cut out, but you said psych- psychiatric. After that, what did you say? Nurse? I missed the word. A nurse. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was nurse. Okay, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it literally in my ear. I thought I heard oh. non-verbally nurse, and I did. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep, you you um, you are a spiritual counselor, and um, I see two things. I see you at a center. I also see you. Traveling, I don't mean distance, I mean going like into places, into uh, um, recovery homes, into um, um, halfway houses that when pe- I can't think of the word, what are they, Nancy, when people go from hospital before they go home? Before, oh, <laughs> recovery, well, I'm thinking of recovery, but um, I can't. Okay, so we both both know, right? It's like Mm -hmm. you have to go through, what is it? Some kind of intermittent, I I, I can't recall. Exactly. I see you there where people are struggling because they're not well enough to go home, but they're better than they were in the hospital. They're having to readjust. Their, mm-hmm. their bodies, they're readjusting, but they're also having to psychologically readjust, and that's not getting addressed to the level that it needs to. That's where you can be of tremendous value. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, just think about that. Question think about going quick. to – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. If, if Okay. I've been taking um, that quantum hypnosis course because I'm really, really – I don't know. I resonate with that, you know, going deep okay. into the thing. The theta healing, and, and right. that's basically having people. It's almost like their higher self is the one that's doing the healing, the talking. You're just a facilitator, and I was just curious what you feel about that because um, I'd like to pursue that also. Um, I think that I think the the theta level of consciousness is is fascinating. Um, and I think a lot of healing can be done at that level. Um, I think that if you're drawn to that, there is probably a reason why you may have a gift. 
um, in relationship to accessing that frequency and accessing that level of consciousness. And it feels like for you, it feels like, yes, pursue it, but don't let it stop you from embarking upon your work sooner than you would complete that study. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Okay. I'm going to run because I'm running out of time, but I've got a lot of calls. I would like to try to get to everyone. Blessings to you, Nancy. Good luck. Blessings to you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I'm going to keep – I'm going to stay with my callers. Um, Let me just see if I can get – area code 707. Hi. This is Carol. You're on the air. Who am I speaking oh, with? Hi, Carol. This is Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Where are you hi, calling Cal- from? California. Okay, having trouble hearing, Valerie. Speak up, please. Okay. And your okay. question? Uh, yeah, I applied for a position part time, and the initial starts with a K. Uh, can you tell me anything about that position? Will I get it? Or I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you're giving me the the code for the K, but I just want to tell you that there's a full time position for you, not part time. And it's possible. It's it's possible that that position may go to full time, but there's some very important work you need to do that's coming up. What kind of work? Do you, I was going to ask you, do you know what it's around? Do you yet know no. what it's around? Sure. I do Okay. Not. Do you have an area of interest that you have not yet been able to pursue to any great depth? Uh, not really. I'm in the medical field. Okay. I, I, I just feel um, the, the only thing I'm getting at the moment is a very strong full-time position and again as I said this part-time position may turn into a full-time position whether you want one or not (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I do think that's a possibility and um, I feel like there's two to three contenders for that position that you've applied for okay and I think it'll be a, a it's a close call for them um, in making that decision, and then I think it goes down to two from the three. You remain one of the two, and then do you want the position, Nancy? Valerie. Um, I'm sorry, Valerie, do you po- want the position? I want the position, but there's a certain aspect of the job that I don't have experience in. Okay, I'm not. I, you need not to concern yourself about that or focus on it because it will act as an inhibitor to you getting the job, putting out the energy. You'd be able to pick it up really fast. You're smart, Valerie. Um, but I, I also want to say that on the off chance that the decision is made for the other person, there is a full-time job right behind that for you. You'll oh, be to yeah, work very it? shortly. Yeah, I didn't want full-time. <laughs> I know you don't. But, I know you don't. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you'll actually be you'll actually be very happy. Is it working? You'll be very happy with the full time job. Yes, you'll be very happy with the full time job when it shows up. Mm hmm. Yeah, because you're going to perform beyond anything any performance level you've performed in the past. Do you see what population I will be working with? Is it uh, adults or a different population? I think it's. I think there's a chance that it's um, uh, young adults. Okay. Late teens, young adults. It feels like potentially. More okay, more so male than female. More male than female in the medical arena. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. Sh- um, it's a good question. Medical arena. Related, they're saying. Medically related. Hmm. I'm not sure it's full-fledged, deep-end medical, but there's a medical piece to the work. There's a, a, a medical profession piece to the work or, or a, um, yeah, a recovery piece. I'm not sure what it is. It could it be like Did you ever athlete? 
Yeah, could be. Mm-hmm. Could be. How about how about injured athletes recovering? Possibly. Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Jeb- no. Did you ever do PT work or anything related to physical therapy? No. Okay. Well, just keep your keep that in mind. You may not be doing the work, but it may be connected to that kind of work. Like a rehab in other words, place, it, rehabilitation. Yep. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm going to run because I want to just close out the show. So best of luck Thank and you, let Jen. me know how it goes. Thank You're you. welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let me just disconnect. There we go. Okay. We've got a few minutes left. I think, I think I talked to everybody. Let me check this one and make sure I'm awful with the dashboard. Is 818, did I speak with you already? Hi, no, you didn't. I'm so happy you picked me up. Carol, can I? Hi, I have a quick question. I had Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, I had a um, a a procedure, a medical procedure done nine days ago. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, cosmetic, and I just had the bandages removed. And there's something I haven't that I, I'm not, I'm concerned about. And the doctor, um, I go back, I still have stitches on my face and I'm not sure I'm going to get the results that I thought I would. Can you tell me if you agree or if it's just too soon to tell? And too soon to tell. It's too soon to tell. You are going to get the results. You thought you're going to get the exact results that you, that, that, are right for you right now. Now that what that means is is that you're actually going to be very pleased. You're it's too soon for you to make oh, that determination God. about what you're going to look like. There's still a great deal of swelling yes. and distortion but he's as a me result. Massage. He's having me massage an area that I've had this procedure done several years back and I redid right. it and I didn't have this issue. And so okay, he, you know, he was so I'm just concerned. It's different it every time. Good. It, it's good. Diane, okay. listen, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. It's Sorry. different every Sorry. time. Don't be concerned. Mm-hmm. You could have had the, the, the you would have you could have needed the massaging last time for the areas that are that are um uh sort of um clumped, you know, or or or, exactly. or coalesce. It it doesn't matter. Yes. It happened this time, it didn't happen last time, it doesn't matter. Massaging. Do, do okay, what he okay. do what he says. You're going to be very pleased, Diane. Love this call. Thank you, my doll. Okay, bless blessings. Thank Bye. you. Bye, doll. Um, let me see if um, area code. Where am I? Hold on a second. You took my. I think we're almost out of time. I don't even know if I can get the last caller. Three o three area code three o three. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, I'm. I don't know if the show will keep running. I'm actually out of time, but let me. Um, let me. Who am I speaking with? Allison. Allison, what's your question? We're over time, but I'm going to try to get you an answer. Yeah, it's like like John. It is my birthday today as well. So I was listening oh, to John. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you. And um, I am looking for uh, some career input. Uh, Getting back okay, hold on to... one second. Hold on. I want to say okay. goodbye to everybody and thanks okay. for the show. I'm going to stay on the line with you, um, okay. but the recording just ended. So let me just stay on the line with you. Okay. Thank you. What's your, so your question is a generalized question, did you say, or something? Other? No, no. My question is um, finding, um, getting back onto purposeful, meaningful career work. Okay, and you want to know what that what that work is, or if that will happen? Uh, what it what it's going to look like? I'm not working at the moment, so this mm-hmm. is the there's some big changes that need to take place for this birthday year, and work good work <laughs> is the top priority for that. Okay, were you were you ever working in an office where there was either artistic or architectural work being done? 
Um, not architectural, no. I'm not sure what you mean by artistic exactly. Anything creative? Um, uh, uh, elements. I would say there were elements of it, yes, elements. Okay. And did you like that job? Uh, uh, I did not. Um, I'm extremely good at it, but I did not care for it, and I don't care to actually go back to it. <laughs> Personally, okay. it was not fulfilling. It was not even what I was supposed to be doing. It was kind of an offshoot from my from my real work. I'm from the work. What I mean by real work, I mean my calling, okay, my life purpose, which is my work. Okay, I was not born to raise family and have a bunch of kids and all that crap. I was born to. I was born to work, and my work is very clear to me. Um, so what I was doing was an offshoot of that, but again, like I fell into it because I happened to be very good at it. There was a demand for it, but it was not anything that I, you know, longed to return to, you know. It's just not, it's just not, that I don't know what else to say. <laughs> just, I feel like so, it was, you know, it served a purpose. So there's something I'm going to do. I believe that the Reverend James Ellis has joined the show, and I'm not getting any message for you at the moment, and I'm going to ask the Reverend James if he's getting any message, if he happened to have heard your question. Jay, are you on the line? Yes. Yes. I know. Yes, this is a surprise. Um, what I got is that she can get something within two months. She uh, needs to just actually make a, a path of what she's desiring and why she's choosing to do this because uh, she's a little bit scattered um, as far as uh, her. Uh, she just uh, she's thinking too many things at one time and um and instead, what you need to do is just, like, set a goal for something that you really want to achieve and then um, then open up to the path because uh, I feel like the path will open up for you pretty pretty easily and within two months. That's what I was getting. Okay. Um, is I, ma- go ahead. No, Jake, go ahead. Uh, I no, no, um, I was going to ask her uh, what she thought about that, because <laughs> that was a little scattered. I was me. Did she okay. hear me? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think she's still on the line. Yes, go ahead. Yes, I am. Yeah. So, did you understand what I said? Asking what you thought of that? Well, we'll see. <laughs> you know. I mean... Do do you understand what I'm saying about your? You have different ideas. Uh, you're not in one mindset. Do you get that? Is that true? Well, I yeah. I'm I'm trying to recreate my life in my work and not do what I what not do what I did before in my career and definitely not do what I've been doing for the last uh, uh, ten years or so which has absolutely nothing to do with my work and has everything to do with uh, destroying my life actually. And so I'm sort of in that place between, well, I can't go back to what I did long, long time ago, and I definitely can't continue what I've been doing for the last 10 years. And so how do I, how do I uh, get back, uh, back on, on path? What? Is, okay. My life, is, my life is closer to dying than, than you know, I'm, 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 the years have really uh, crept up on me. And, you know, I'm a lot closer to end, end of life than start of life. So and then the first so thing the, I, the I think you should do. I, I want, listen, uh, all those things, I want you to cancel all of those thoughts. No one knows how long they're going to live. And uh, some people live to, now they're living to 120. There's a woman on oh, 120. God. Oh, 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 124. God. I can't a, a no, there is a woman who is 124. I could so, never. But you don't get a choice. Is, God chooses yeah. life. And, uh, um, the I thing is, is that. Uh, maybe. Why would you want to retire? The thing, the thing. I never want to retire. The thing that you want to do, if you want to change your life, is you have to decide how, what makes me happy. How do I get to be happy? What is the truth in what makes you happy? And when you can say this makes me happy, you have one path that you can go down. 
If you can find three things that make you happy, you have three paths to choose. If you can find five things, then you have five paths. The thing is is that you want to really know what makes yourself happy, and you don't know. Once you do know, and what I think what you'll find out is that what really makes you happy is yourself. And if you can just hone into the God within you, your path will come through you, your path of joy, you know. Um, and I would not plan on retiring, and I feel like you have, I'm sorry to say, more years than you want. <laughs> you may be feeling a little, uh, we've all but went through a big strain with the change in uh you know, in ascension since 2012. So, uh, yes, it has affected us. But I'm telling you, in a very short period of time, your energy level, your vivaciousness, your joy level is shifting to something that you haven't experienced. Uh, You've experienced good time, but not continual, like a level of uh, evenness that kind of like being retired, but actually utilizing your life not retired because um, I don't see you retiring. I think you're going to want to work, uh, and it's not work because it's going to be energy like uh, where it brings you joy to do it. So um, that's the clarity that you need. As soon as you can make out what makes you happy, no matter what it is, put it on a list and start narrowing it down into how can I manifest this to bring me the best part of my life to experience yet. Jay, I'm going to jump in here. and I, Jay, I'm going to jump in here. I'm yeah. going to end the show shortly, but I want to say this to her. Um, everything Jay said feels 100% accurate. I would add the following. Try to let go of what you think are either regrets or misuse of time in your past. When you call those, that energy up, you actually impede what it is you want to have going forward. And so there was no wasted time. There was nothing that was killing you. There was just, um, there was just opportunities that you had to go through in order to get to the decisions that you're going to make now, which are going to put you right back on that path that you talk about, the only difference is it isn't going to be the path you used to be on. It's a brand new path, and it's a path that will hold for you more happiness than you've had anywhere in your past, which is why it's really important for you now to let go of all of that and only work from today forward, utilizing the methodology that Jay just put before you. So we wish you well blessings and good outcomes. Um, I hope that all resonates and is helpful. Thank you. Thank You're welcome. I want to thank everyone for um, calling into the show today. I'm sorry I got to everyone I could. I even went over on the show. It won't be on the recorded portion, but I wanted to uh, reach everyone I could and thank all of you for um, tuning in to Truth Be Told with Carol Gold. Hopefully uh, there'll be a few more episodes under Ascension Soul Wisdom, the graciousness of my dear friend, uh, the Reverend James Ellis, uh, before I strike out on my own and go back to doing my own podcast. Blessings to everyone. Have a wonderful day. Be your highest self. Love you, Carol. Bye.